What's up, y'all? This your girl, Naquandra. It's Talk About It Thursday, and we about to get into it. I hope your Thursday is going phenomenal and that you're ready to wind down and get into this message, okay? First, let's pray, and then we're going to get into everything that we're going to talk about tonight. Bow your heads and join me. Let's talk to our dad for a minute. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for waking us up and blowing breath of life into us, Father God, for it was unmerited and undeserving, but you did it anyway, Father God. Please prepare our hearts and dwell with us in whatever setting we are in, environment that we are in, as we receive this message that it brings us revelation, God, in a way that we can understand it and apply it best to our lives. In Jesus' name, it is that we pray. Amen. All right, guys, so first, I just want to start by sharing that on Sunday night, I found out that the choir director at the church that I go to passed away. His name was Lamont. He was 36 years old, and um, he was a great servant, steward, man, father, choir director, um, leader, just good. He was in ministry, he was in education, had children. Just a great dude. And so I did not know him personally one-on-one, -on -one, but his character is a reason why I felt so welcome into the church, New Jerusalem, that I decided to go to because I went by my, I was going by myself. Um, and at the time I had like anxiety about going into new places or whatever and people looking at me and thinking this, you know. So I had a little bit of anxiety, but every day when I would go there for service, he would be working in the parking lot. He would literally wave at me like like he knew me every day in the car. And I would just think to myself, like, why is this man waving? He don't know me. Like literally, hey, how you like every morning in the car? And I'm just like, what? Eventually I got used to it. But like that energy, his spirit. The Lord tells us to love one another. That's our job is to love on one another. And he did that. And that helped my transition into that church and made me feel welcome. Let me talk about his music ministry. He was a choir director, honey, on time, every time. There was one time I went to church and I was feeling so weak. I don't know what was going on, but I just felt weak. I felt like all of the, the energy, the life, the faith was just drained from me and they sang you are my strength and I fell out in the pew because I was like wow Lord and the music is what really called me to get closer to God because I started listening to gospel music before I actually even started reading the Bible and going to church because I mean that that music just was just what convicted me that's why music ministry is so important it convicted me in my spirit to get closer to God and when they played that song that day, it was just like, Lord, thank you. I needed to hear. I need that reminder that you are my strength. Um, and, and, and Lamont, he set all that up. Like the man was anointed. He was doing assignment. He was fulfilling his purpose. He was being a good steward of the gifts that God gave him. So I thank the Lord for his life and his time here. So I just ask that you pray for his friends and his family and the church family that they find comfort and we find comfort in his passing and knowing that he is resting with our father. All right, so now let's get into what in the world is going on. The only thing crazy I saw this week was um, this Old Town Road dude. I, Still don't know his name. Old Town Road dude. 
I know his name, but I just can't remember. Old Town Road dude, he took a, did a pregnancy photo to promote his album release, which I get it, but it's kind of blasphemy. It's blasphemy for sure. Um, but instead of feeding into the 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 negative parts of it, I just ask that we all pray for him. Um, I feel like this dude is feels like he's hated by the church, hated by God because of him coming out as gay because he gotten so much negative flack and this about it. And that's why he's just so flamboyant, like giving the devil lap dances, butt naked in his videos, kissing men, just openly doing it. Like I'm just saying, let's pray for him and, and pour love into him and show him that we do love him. God does want him. Um, and I hope that makes sense. Pray for him. And we are to pray for our brothers and sisters, regardless of what they are doing and, and who they are indulged in. God asks us to pray for these people. He will take care of disciplining us as he sees fit. That's not our job to do. We're not to condemn him. We're not to just, we need to just pray for these people, right? Great. So let's get into the message. Sunday really struck me that time does not wait for anyone like it doesn't wait for anyone like it's not going to sit on hold and wait for you to get your pieces together and then proceed time is going to keep going keep going this is the second time i've been reminded of this in the past three weeks that time is not waiting for no one and in the third time i've been reminded of this in the past six weeks like Time is not waiting, so it's encouraged me to make some changes in my life, so you will see a lot more of me because I am moving some things around to make more time for my ministry and my business because that's the assignment that God gave me. That's the purpose. Um, I'm here to hold the sign up, and I got to put that first. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Um, and as we know, like I'm saying, the time doesn't wait for anybody. I feel like we look to our pastors and our leaders to 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 um, help us get through life. And I feel like there's a lot of leaders who share blanketed messages, who share spoon-fed messages in order to please the people they listen to, to not make them upset, to not get them rowdy and not want to listen and not want to follow and not want to tithe and do offerings or whatever. But we are to speak the truth of God and do it from love and and whether or not they receive it right then they will receive it eventually but don't sugarcoat or um spoon feed feed the word to anybody because you're just it's it's kind of deceiving because it makes it seem like that what I'm doing right now is okay until I get ready to get right for God. Like I see there's so many people who are claiming God, but still in their mess and not really motivated or concerned to get right because they haven't been convicted in their spirit yet. And people say to wait that, that, that 
that just happens randomly or whatever. No, that happens by the teaching of leaders and pastors. That happens by putting yourself in the atmosphere of God so that he can speak to you. It's not just going to randomly creep up on you one day if you're not looking for it. And I hope that makes sense. Um, so that's what I want to talk about. Not spoon feeding things to our friends and family uh, for what we know is true gospel, true law, true principle of Christ. In God, Jesus, God sent Jesus and Jesus is the example of that. Jesus is the perfect example of that. When, when Jesus was out teaching, he spoke in parables, yes, but he always answered directly. A parable is a story, a way to illustrate something. And he spoke in those parables to show what whatever it is that the person was asking about what it looked like, why he was doing that. Gave them a visual and it convicted them each and every time because they didn't have anything to say back. They were, oh, it convicted them in their spirit because... He answered you straightforward and you got your answer and now you know where to go. There's no room for gray. So like when Jesus was eating with the tax collectors and the Pharisees came and said, why is he eating with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus said, I haven't come for the righteous because they don't need to be saved. They're already saved. I came for sinners. Just as, let me pull up, pull up, pull up the scripture. He said, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. For I have come not to call the righteous, but the sinners. Healthy people, the righteous, we don't have to go to the doctor because we're healthy. We're healed. But the sick people have to go to the doctor. So that's why I'm eating with these people because I need to provide them with some medicine that's going to get them healthy like the righteous. See, God, people think they have to be perfect and ready for God. No, God wants you to come to him now in his mess, in your mess. He wants you to come now in your mess. He wants to help you. He wants to guide you and get you to righteousness. And the righteous is to share the gospel, to convict and to get people where they need to be. And not a sugar-coated gospel the gospel what you read the gospel um and jesus shows us how to defeat the enemy in the times where we are struggling with temptation when he was going back and forth with with satan and satan was telling him he can have he can have the world and 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 um jesus said you must worship the Lord your God and only serve him. Jesus, Satan told Jesus that if he serves him, he'll give you the world. And Jesus responded and said, we are only to serve God. Satan also told him to throw himself off of a, off of a, a roof or something and, and ask the Lord to save him. And you know what Jesus said? He said, the scriptures say, do not test the father. See, Satan likes to twist up the scripture and use it to get you to sin. But you have to read the word so that you know the tricks of the enemy. The Satan also said, if you are the son of God, tell the stones to become loaves of bread. And God and Jesus said, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's why I always tell myself, 
not to worry about what to eat, not to worry about what to drink. Just as in songs, don't worry about what to eat. Don't worry about what to drink because the Lord will supply all of my needs. Like that focus of, of what I'm going to eat tomorrow, that focus of um, getting um, new clothes or whatever and not having enough and putting that ahead of my assignment is what keeps me from purpose and I can't do that so I have to keep reminding myself God will supply all of my needs do not worry about what to eat and what to drink and Satan tries to flip that around on him and us but we have the answer Jesus showed us in Matthew how to battle with the devil by using the word of God and that is what you should do that is what you do and when people come to you and ask that you show them the word of God you encourage them to read the Bible you don't have to go into deep explanation you encourage them to read the Bible for themselves get to know Christ for yourself God Jesus gives us a place for rest. He said, come to me all who are weary and I will give you a place of rest. The scriptures say, then Jesus said, come to me all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden I give you is light. So Jesus has a place of rest for us. In all of this, you have to be super reliant upon the word of God and get in relationship with him. Um, you don't have to serve or deliver a blanketed message about the gospel because that just like I said deceives people it gives them up it gives them room to sit more sit more in their comfort to sit back and lay lay back a bit and that's enough of that because there there is enough deception in the world and you do this out of love you don't have to be mean and nasty you just simply share the word of God if somebody is weak and weary share that the Lord has rest for you there is a place of rest for you, but you have to be willing to receive it. The devil is trying to attack you. Look, honey, Jesus went, went up against the devil and he shows us in scripture how to defeat the devil. You have an example here. You have an example here. Jesus answered questions blatantly in parables he didn't beat around the bush we cannot accept anymore be around the bush leaderships and stories and teachings it can't happen anymore speak directly to the issue help that person truly help them and if if they and you got first of all you gotta use discernment because everybody's not ready to hear everything use discernment use your wisdom don't just go up to people and say you and sin you fornicating you adulting you you um you abusing alcohol you doing this using that no, no, no. that's not out of love that's judging that's convicting that's condemning them you need to come out of a place of love <laughs> and use the word of god to um teach them or um, share with them. And if you're not ready to do that, what you do is lead by example. Just show them physically with your life how it can be done. Like I've I came out of so much and 
I've ministered to people without even showing up here to talk. And I know because people have told me now that I am talking, but you never know who's watching you. So don't serve them. Don't be a stumbling block. Don't serve them a spoon fed. Don't show them a half truth. It's enough of this half in and half out. Jesus showed us great commitment when he was going back and forth through all these cities, teaching and preaching the word of God and non-stopping. Non-stop. Day in, day out. Every day, going to a new town, sharing the messages. Sharing the gospel, teaching, healing over and over again. He did not stop. He did not stop and complain like we do. Oh, we don't see. Oh, Lord, we don't see the vision. It's not here. I can't see it. I don't want to do it no more. I'm going to put it down. That's me. I've done that. I'm going to put it down, Lord, because I don't see see it right now. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work, God, because I don't want to do it no more. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Jesus ain't never said I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Jesus said your will be done. Like we have the perfect example. Use him. Use Jesus' word and his his life, his um experiences and apply it to your life. But don't accept no spoon-fed message. Do not share no spoon-fed message. Jesus is the example. He didn't do it and we shouldn't do it. Jesus didn't cuss. You shouldn't be cussing. It's not cute. And I'm not talking out of place like I'm just perfect holy person because I still struggle with cursing. Like it's real out here. But I'm telling you, you should be aligning yourself with the character of God. And we have a perfect example. Do not accept any more spoon-fed things. We are not doing this half in, half out. It is not pleasing to go to church. God is not pleased by you going to church on Sunday and then the rest of the week you're living like 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 you barely know who God is and what he's done for you like he ain't never done nothing for you that's not cute it's time out for that we you we in or we out make up your mind you gotta do what's right repent and come to Christ repent and go to God repent 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 this is not, time is not waiting for anyone. It's not waiting for you to get your life together. It's never going to be together. It's never, there's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be more work to do. It's never going to be together. Give your life to Christ now. Get right now. Make those changes now. Start that business now. If God gave you the vision, it's already set forth. Do it now. There's some things that today that I am doing now, like when I get to work this evening, I am going and doing things now. Like I have some changes to make now and I'm doing it now. Like I'm, we don't have time to waste. Every second minute hour is not granted to you. You can start stop breathing in the next second. It's not granted to you. You have to work now. And we have the perfect example. It's time out for the sugar-coated, the spoon-fed. It's done with. And I'm holding myself to that because I also go back and listen to my messages. And I'm like, mm, that's a little soft. Mm, 
that was a little beating around the bush there. No, we need to speak directly to that spirit and get that thing up out of here. Because I'm learning when I'm praying, I have to speak directly to the, to the things that are trying to attack me. And if you know his name, call it by name out of your life. I hope this is 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 um is um blessing you. Um and then and then don't say and don't don't think that that because Jesus had all power that you don't because you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. You have the gift once you accept Christ, you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. The the Holy Spirit is poured into you, it's a gift. Use it. Use your gift. God didn't leave us here by ourselves when he took Jesus back. He left us with the gift. Use your gift. You have power in your thoughts, in your words, in your action, and in your faith. Use your gift. Last week I talked about the Roman officer. The, Jesus said, by your faith, your servant is healed. By your faith, not by not by going in in the tithe and offering and giving to the homeless. He said, by your faith, you, your servant is healed. Your faith has power. Speak life into you and death into the things that you need to get rid of. Yes. Yes. The Lord is good. I want to share something so bad, but I can't because it's not my business to share. One day I might be able to share, but you know. But God is good. He takes and he gives. He upholds us with his right hand while he's doing left side work with his left hand. He is good. Why not serve him? Don't accept no more blanketed messages. The moral of the story is do not accept, do not listen, do not, do not take part in any more blanketed messages. Speak directly to the issue. Speak life into whatever it is that you're going after. Speak life into your healing. Do not accept the beat around the bush gospel. Because Jesus did not beat around the bush. Okay, Jesus went in for the for the win. Okay, Jesus did not beat around the bush. He went in for the win. That's what we're gonna do. We going in for the win because we are more than conquerors. We are delivered. We are dedicated, and we are children of God. And He has everything stored up for us. We just have to get in position to receive it. Now, if you are hearing this message and you have not yet accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you need to say this prayer, these words after me and truly mean it in your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for the message, God. I ask that you come and sit with me here, God, as I confess my sins 
to you, Father God. I ask for repentance and all the things that I have indulged in that are outside of your law, principle, and character, Father God. For I understand and I truly believe that Jesus was given to us to save us, that he died and he rose again with all power to save us from your wrath and to give us better opportunity, Father God, to serve you. It is by you and in your name that I believe and it is so. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, friends, that's the message today. Do not accept any more blanketed messages we want the truth you tell you hear somebody say some half stuff you tell them i want the truth i want the whole truth and nothing but the truth do not be a stumbling block to anyone do not be a stumbling block. do not cause anyone to forfeit their salvation their salvation is theirs to claim and not yours to hold hostage because of your comfort get out of your comfort and start changing your character get in the presence of the lord get in the word of god so that you can start constructing and building your character to be like him we were made in his image we were born of sin and we have the perfect example to get us in alignment with god jesus is the example all right i'm done talking if you are watching me on YouTube, hit the notification button and subscribe so that you can be notified every week when I post a new episode, message, session, whatever we're going to call it. Um, if you are on a audio streaming platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, or whatever you are on listening to this, make sure you are following and you turn your notifi notifications on as well so that you can be notified when there is a new message episode or session uploaded as well. May the Lord be with you and reign in your life today and forever. I thank you for your time and listening. God bless you. Have a wonderful night.